Bubbler Talk, quenching Milwaukee's thirst for knowledge. We get a lot of questions about historic properties and neighborhoods in Milwaukee. Some people are curious about how their neighborhood came to be, want to know more about an unusual home they've seen, or they're curious about their own home's history, like Brian Mikeworth. He lives in the Town of Lake neighborhood near Bayview, in a Dutch colonial home that dates back to 1913. There are a lot of places to start this kind of research, but for former librarian Nancy Torfey, there's one that beats them all. 809 North Broadway, and it's where building permits are. You just march and go to the desk and say, I'm looking for, you know, 231 East Superior, whatever. And they will give you microfiche, and you can look at the original building permit for the house. Torfey was a Milwaukee Public Library manager and now leads a course through Historic Milwaukee, teaching people how to do this kind of research. So I took her advice and headed to 809 North Broadway, the housing authority of the city of Milwaukee. Hi, can I help you? Hey, um, I'm looking for information on a historic address. Sure, what's the address? For Brian's privacy, we're going to keep that part a secret. Let me go ahead and grab the microphone, and then you can go do the research. Thank you. Microfiche looks kind of like a photo negative, and they have a special machine that allows you to see what's on there. The microfiche covers whatever the city has on the property before the year 2000. Everything after that can be found online through the city of Milwaukee's land management system. It was amazing scouring through these old records, and I got a lot of information, like the names of several former owners who lived there in the 40s, 60s, and 70s. But I was still looking for more. So Brian and I met up at the Milwaukee Public Library's Central Branch. Hey, are you here for Bubbler Talk by any chance? The library has plenty of resources, including some digital databases. But most of these resources are only available in the library itself. The best place to find most of them is the Frank P. Zeidler Humanities Room. There you can find things like premises records, plat books, city directories, and the Sanborn fire insurance maps, which show in-depth information about homes and their construction. Reference librarian Heather Smith led us through navigating these maps. Pull this out carefully. Put it up here on the top of the case to spread it out and work with it. Okay, so this is a great overview of how the city grew. And it's just where populated areas grew up, where there were buildings close enough together that the fire insurance company wanted to be able to offer and to insure them for people. And you can track the urbanization of the Milwaukee area by this. It's going to be west. It's going to be the next page. And there it was on this old map. The house, the garage, and his neighborhood. The maps cover decades of changes, and as new homes were built or streets were created, Sanborn would paste on these updates, creating a kind of collage that mapped the growth of the neighborhood. We also explored some plat maps, which show more rural areas in the 1800s. Heather pulled out a stack of large old books, all of which might include the town of Lake. Franklin, Greenfield. It's so different. It's so different to how we do maps, though. They, yeah, they don't publish, they don't make them like that, this anymore. No. These maps look different to modern maps, with fewer streets or familiar landmarks. But some things stay the same, specifically the shape of the land and waterways. We pulled up a modern map on our phones, and after a bit of maneuvering, we found it. The plot where his home is now, and the name of the person who owned it. I think this, this is it. The J.C. Howard. So we have, we have geolocated. Oh, excellent. Almost where this dot is. J.C. Howard, 
for whom Howard Avenue is named. Through Wistex, we learn that Howard was part of a wave of Yankees who settled in the lands around Milwaukee as the city was first developing. He arrived in the town of Lake in the 1830s and cleared timber to create his farm, where he grew apples, peaches, and pears. With just a bit of digging, the old town of Lake was coming into view. For Nancy Torfey, that's what this work is all about. It is a kind of tedious process, but it's not that complicated. And if you introduce the steps to people, you can watch as they begin to see they now have a sense of what the neighborhood was like. There are still a lot of questions about Brian's home that we could ask. And there are still a lot of answers to be found. But where you go next with this research really depends on what you want to know. Are you interested in learning more about the people who lived there? At the library, you can access Ancestry Institution on your computer. That's where I found census data, marriage, and birth records for one of the first owners of Brian's home, Katarina or Catherine Lazuski, a Polish-German immigrant who came here in the early 1900s. Maybe you're interested in knowing the name of everyone who has ever lived there. You can go through old city directories. Or in the periodicals department, you can find the City of Milwaukee tax rolls. Are you interested in learning more about the construction and architecture of a building? Check out the Wisconsin Architectural Archives or the Milwaukee Architecture Index. Everyone does this research for different reasons, but the goal is often the same. People are curious about where they live. They just want a sense of the neighborhood. And you get them started, and then it's like the world opens up to them and they think of all other sorts of questions. So what are you waiting for? Get digging and stay curious. For Bubbler Talk, I'm Joy Powers. Support for this season of Bubbler Talk comes from UW Credit Union. What do you want to know about the Milwaukee area? Submit your question at wuwm.com slash bubbler talk.